So you've been in rotation with us before for some singles, but this is your debut EP. Um, it's an eponymous EP. And you did much of the writing and recording back at your parents' house. Is that in Texas? Am I correct? Yeah, Houston, Texas. So how did that impact the EP? Like what came out differently as a result of the circumstances? I wasn't even planning on writing an EP this year. That was a, it was a goal of mine. But me and my manager discussed that with whatever I was writing, if it didn't sound cohesive or feel collective, then we weren't going to force it to be a project. But I kind of secretly hoped I would write an EP. And then when COVID hit, I kind of thought, well, that's not going to happen, you know. But then my roommate ended up leaving town to be their family. And I'm very extroverted. So I was like, I, I'm not going to stay here. So I drove 17 hours to Texas. And in a few nights while I was there, I got some beats from my manager, from Quinn Cochran, who produced Little Glass. And I just, I wrote like three songs in one night and talking to my manager and talking to my dad, we're like, well, this is a time where we have to work with what we've been given and what we have. And my dad is, he was in a rock band out of high school for five years before he decided he wanted to do engineering. And so he's a lead electric guitarist or he was. And so ever since even doing engineering, he's recorded friends and he recorded a Christmas album between my sisters when we were five and six. And so we just decided we were just going to do the best that we could. I think the biggest thing that changed the writing and creative process for me was having to trust my instincts in recording with my dad, because when I did Miracle, I was at Classic Studio in Chicago. And I had someone there to kind of say like, oh, layer it these many times and maybe we'll try this. And this is the first time I kind of had to call all the shots, which is really intimidating as a new artist. But I knew that it was just something I needed to grow in and do. And so me and my dad just were spitballing ideas and recording whatever we thought could sound good, erasing everything that sounded bad, you know? Um, but other than that, we had good equipment and Brian mixed and mastered it. Everything turned out great. So yeah, it seems like obviously this shook up, this pandemic shook up all of our lives. What is something that COVID-19 has taught you about yourself or about how you interact with society? I think the biggest thing that COVID has reminded me of is how important relationships are to me. I'm a very relational person. And so one of the most difficult things to work through has been, all right, I wanna be thinking of everyone else and limit my social activities and limit the amount of time I'm going to different places. And because of that, it can create a lot more loneliness. That has also on the positive side, shown me how important the most intimate relationships in my life are. Because I realized with the, like people have kind of different tiers of friends. There's like the casual friends, the closer friends, and then your most intimate. And I realized in COVID, like you only really reach out to the most intimate, closest people in your life because the casual friends are the ones you go to the bar with or go dancing with or grab a coffee with, but you don't necessarily reach out with them just to chat. Part of what I also think I learned, even in writing the EP after I was done, was that every single song is relational. And everything is about facing whatever issues or complexities that those relationships give you, whether it's like a fight, whether it's your own like spirituality, whether it's your romantic relationships, like everything, you're just kind of forced to deal with them. But then it's a gift to have them at the same time too, so. 
do you think you plan on coming back to Chicago to continue your, your music career? Or are you uh, a strictly Texas artist now? So I, I went to Texas for two months, but I've lived in Chicago for five or six years. And I enjoyed my time in Texas, but it's, Chicago's more me as a city and just everything. So. so what do you want people to feel when they listen to this EP? Well, in the last year and a half, two years of starting to work on music, it's been a process and a journey to figure out what I want that to be for people, what I want it to be for me, what I want to communicate, what do I want to engage my audience in. And I think because I am a very introspective human being, it's not that I'm constantly negative, but I like to explore and think about the nuances of life and relationships. And so my goal with this project would be for people to be able to connect to any element of the relational lyricism that's happening in the project and whether it draws them deeper into those feelings and, or allows them to feel validated and, and less alone in something that they're going through. I just want people to be able to dive deeper into their feelings. Do you have a favorite song on, on the project? I think for the first time I realized what other artists have said when they put together a work and they're just like, everything means something to them in a different way. And so I have a really hard time answering that question because they're all special and evoke either different thoughts or different feelings. I don't know if I, I don't even know if I can. And I, maybe it's because it's my first project. And so it's like my baby, but I don't necessarily have one that jumps out. What are uh, three artists that you're just most influenced by in your own sound? It's interesting because a lot of the music I listen to is R&B, soul. But I'd say as I've been discovering my sound, I wouldn't say that I've necessarily like nailed on the head the people that I listen to. So I think the way that I've learned to discuss my inspiration is what do I listen to? And then in different ways, each artist kind of, there's a certain thing that I kind of grab and take from them. So like mentality wise, part of the reason I love Mac Air so much is because it's very like, he just has, he doesn't care what people think and he does things his own way. And so I feel like he allows his audience to really connect with him as a person. And then I just love how soulful his voice is and his lyricism and I just everything, honestly. Um, and then vocally, two people that I love so much would be uh, Nick Hakeem and Nick Child. And I just, I love how there's this airy kind of ethereal sense in their vocals. Yeah, and then with Moonchild as well, her, the main vocalist, her voice is just enchanting. And I think that that's something that I think I kind of share with them is the tone in a different sense. But then I also want to take it on in a way where I'm not trying to say like, I'm the face of R&B because I know I'm not. Combine all those elements of like focusing on my lyricism, focusing on the etherealness of my voice, but then also doing it in a way that's me and not just what I listen to is the goal, I think. Do you have any words to live by? My biggest thing is just like discerning and discovering who you are and enjoying and celebrating that so I think as an artist and as a person, like figuring out what makes you happy and the people that add to your life and the things that create joy and happiness and hope. Growing up in Texas, the education system, at least in high school, is very much so clicky and you do things a certain way and you talk a certain way and you look a certain way and you think a certain way. I just like didn't like it, but I never really understood why until I came to Chicago. And being in that journey of 
fully exploring and discovering who I am has made me more grounded as a human being and content. Oh, baby.